So what up, Lions? It's been a little while that we haven't done the Humble Lion podcast, but we are back, and we are back with Ben Mummy. Introduce yourself. Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm Ben, and uh, just a little bit about me. Um, currently right now, uh, I still have my primary income uh, job where I'm working for Physical and Health Education Canada, which is a national organization that kind of supports youth and students and teachers across 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 the country of, of Canada. Um, and aside from that, um, you know, I'm, I'm also a person, you know, I'm a human being and, uh, and I believe in, in kind of leading without a title. But yeah. I think my biggest thing is I've always been passionate about people and, and organizations and, and, and kind of leadership. So right now I'm working on a, I'm working on a book right now as well as uh, uh, kind of like a dream to be like a life coach and kind of to assist okay. people with 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 kind of living a deeper and uh, and kind of greater life more meaningful life that's amazing and yeah. so um i guess everyone knows life coaches cannot coach unless they've coached themselves through all the all the bullshit right so what are some of the things that you have taught yourself to have a better life so you were talking about the what the how and the why why are those three questions about yourself as a human being so important, the what, the how, and the why. Yeah, so I, I kind of share this a lot with people, but having like your vision like kind of identified um, is like the biggest thing, right? So no matter what you're doing, whether you're, you know, becoming a national athlete or, or whether you're developing, you know, your, 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 your business, like a lot of these people who are listening who are entrepreneurs um, or even high achievers, yeah. Uh, you have to know what your purpose is. And sometimes we get lost with everything that's going on out there. There's so much content out there these days. There's so much things that we're hearing, whether it's on social media, on the news, we kind of get lost uh, when we're passionately working towards something of why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to be like, well, what is the reason that you exist right now? What is your purpose? So, well, what so is why? Your purpose? what's your why? Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. I think it's, it's always like, you're always checking in and kind of overanalyzing, but, uh, my purpose right now is I, I want to be able to serve, uh, humans. Uh, so women or men yeah. to achieve greatness in their lives. And there's many areas that we can kind of achieve that, right? There's yeah. you got your health, you know, you got your finances. So kind of in a holistic way, if you look at the wellness wheel, I want to be able to kind of be a life coach and kind of support them. So that's kind of my, my purpose is I want to be able to serve people and I want to be able to help them. Have you gone deeper and asked why? Like, why do you want to do that? Why is it so important to you to help humanity grow? I think it's important to me just because ever since maybe my childhood, uh, I've always been so impacted by community. Um, okay. And so for me, it's just like, it's so, it makes me so proud to see others achieve greatness and kind of see them succeed. And so I think just in everywhere, every area of my life, kind of like, it's always been so part of me is community. Um, and that's, so I, I want to be able to be part of that. Yeah, no, that's really beautiful because I've seen that it's either on, you're on one end of the spectrum where you've grown up in such a blessed environment where you want to pay that forward and help other people feel what you feel or you grew up where you saw the wreckage, you grew up in the absolute trenches and you don't want other people to experience what you've experienced. So you're working your way out for them to live 
a better life and proving as a product that if I can do it, you can do it. So it's so cool to see like where people come from and how their why is cultivated. Um, so let's get to the, to the how, <laughs> like how, how do we do this? Yeah. So, so the how is not always, or actually I think for some people, the how is sometimes easy because like sometimes we know, okay, here's the problem and we got these solutions, but sometimes we, we kind of assume that we know every, every kind of solution to kind of solve it. Um, but then sometimes we get caught up in the how, Oh, how, how am I going to do this alone? Like, like my biggest challenge is more, sometimes I know kind of the path that I need to take, whether there are going to be failures or successes, yeah. but it's like, how am I going to do this if I'm alone right now, you know, doing this, doing this business of, of, you know, trying to help people live a greater life when there's graphic design for social media, yes. there's photography, there's a website, there's a podcast, there's all these elements. So I think lots of times we get caught up in all the list of things that we need to do when really we need to simplify, all right, what is the high urgency priority right now? Um, and what is your strength, right? Like strength right now to get established. And it might just simply be in focus right now on one thing, which is get the podcast up, get it going, you know, get those hundred interviews up and, and just start going from there and then start to add and, and start to build a team eventually one day. So it's, it's really simplifying to your strengths, what you could do now and to do really well. Okay. I know I fall into a trap of like, seeing everything that's out there um, and then being like, well, what would my input change? There's already a podcast about how to grow. There's already a podcast about how to do this. Why would I even start a podcast? Like, how do you get out of that mindset where you're like, my voice doesn't matter. Like there's already, you want the answer to that? Google it. You want the video to that? There's a YouTube video. Why would I do any of this? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you raised a really good point. I think there's a lot of content out there and sometimes we feel like we're lost even when we're uh, adding, adding to some of this content. What noise is, yeah, like whether it's redoing it or all that, but find a way to stand out and to simplify how you're going to be great. And I think the biggest thing is if you look at most of these podcasts, you know, that are doing super well, yeah. haven't been around for two weeks, you know, most of them, they've been around for eight years. So I think the biggest thing is to know that with anything, um, consistency wins over time, right? Yes, um, so I, I had this talk actually with, with a fellow mentor of mine and about essentially a decade ago, you know, he was starting at the time, you know, this, this kind of uh, business for educators across, across, across like the world on like yeah. a global aspect. And at the time, it wasn't even for to serve these other individuals. It was for, you know, he graduated school. He wanted to kind of get established, prove himself. But in the first year there, you know, there was only, he was doing it more for him. There was only, you know, 20 views on his YouTube videos. Yes. Now, a decade later, just because he's been consistent over time, that video that had 10 views 10 years ago now has over 100,000, right? So it's consistency over time. Um, and what about like you get you do this for yourself right and then you get a bunch of eyeballs on you like I've had this experience where like um, I started my Instagram for myself and then a couple of imp important people like let's say let's say like a celebrity or something starts following you and then all of a sudden 
you're like, oh, this is starting to get real now. Can I really be myself? Because now you're starting to act in a way that you're thinking about them. And you're like, what would they think of me if I posted this? And it's like a terrible, terrible mindset because you start changing into what you want others to believe you are rather than just being your authentic self. Have you ever had that experience? Yeah. Like you start changing based on like who's, who's watching. Absolutely. But I think, uh, again, like that's where I think the biggest thing is you got to go back to like your why, right? Your why? purpose. Why yeah. are you doing this? Because yeah. sometimes it's easy yeah, to get distracted or, or, or you see good content out there. And you're like, oh, maybe I should put that too. But really, yeah. it's, what is your voice? Who are you? Uh, and going back to those fundamental things of, of your brand and who you are and how you started. And I think a lot of that relates also to who is your audience that you are working with, right? So if you start changing it, that's going to change everything. That's also going to change your audience. That's, so it's making sure to know that when you get started to really make sure that the what, why, the how, and the what are very clear. Well, I would say, I'm just going to let you know my why, my how, and my what. And you let me know if that's like focus, not focus, if it could be better. So my why, I would say, would be um, to keep striving even through all of the darkness because I, I don't want someone to take their lives. Like, it gets that deep for me. I'm like, well, why would I work so hard? Why, why, why? And I, I peel off the layers. I'm like, oh, to get better, to feel better. Um whatever, to be able to compete if I want to, to whatever. But then it goes all the way down to like, to give someone else a voice who doesn't know how to work for themselves so that hopefully I can save their lives. So then it gets really weird because I'm like, I'm trying to inspire people, but my audience is people who can't get inspired. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like, how do I inspire the uninspired? Yeah, well, that's that's a really great question. Um, I don't have a specific answer, but I have yeah. options. I'm always yeah. an option person. And the first thing that you need to reassess or even ask yourself is, who is your audience, right? Because it's nice, like, it's nice, like for me, I want to actually, to be honest, I want to be able to inspire anyone and everyone. Yeah. But at the same time, if I be realistic, like with my with my audience that I'm actually looking at is I'm looking for people who want to take that step into achieving greatness. And maybe some people right now, maybe they are, they are currently not fully happy with their life. Yeah. They want to make a change. Uh, they are someone that can, right? Like every human being has the potential, but they already have that slight little bit of 1% motivation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and kind of ready to kind of take a step. Um, but it's, it's, so for me, I'm, I'm trying to attract, you know, people that are either high achievers or people that, you know, want, want to have more purpose in their life. Um, and so I think that's, that's important is to find like-minded, like-minded individuals to yourself. Um, and for me before I used to think, no, I want to inspire everyone. But the thing is, is by you doing that, uh, there's a specific rule and it's called the 80, 20 rule, right? So if you're focusing on that 20%, that's really going to love and value what you're doing out there. That 20% is what you need to focus on. And if later on, you know, after, I don't know, five years that I get the whole hundred percent, right. The other 80, 80% yeah. people, I'll be happy because I do want to help everyone, but you got to remember who's actually going to value the stuff that you're putting out there. Right. Okay. That's true. That's true. I guess I kind of, um, 
I psych myself out because I'm like targeting people who are depressed. But then it's like, if you have to be what you're preaching, like, will I always just be depressed? And I think that that is a huge thing. I think I will always be depressed if I'm always talking about depression and how to get out of it because I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of people who are depressed and who are anxious. So it's like, you're kind of trying to live their problems out so that they can find a way out of it. It's, been a it's been a weird journey <laughs> hey it sounds amazing though the journey and it sounds like if i was a compliment right now or even just analyze it's like you got to keep in mind too that everyone has a story right yeah. and you know the whole like iceberg model how like you only see 10 percent of yeah. any human being right so even right now like um who knows maybe even some of these people who are who don't show that they're depressed or not maybe deep down they've had moments where they've had challenges in their life Right. So you got to keep that in mind too. It's, it's knowing when to share your story, whether it's right away or whether it's later on, but either way, like at some point you're going to find that connection with, with people that admire your work. Right. Yeah, that's true. So what are a couple of things that you're doing right now? I know you're writing articles on medium. Yeah. So I'm writing on, on medium, uh, still doing a little bit of photography, but that's more kind of, uh, kind of like a passion now, like, or sorry, like, a a hobby more like okay. I developed the skills now that I know how to help businesses or even help myself. Um, but now it's more, I'm focusing more on, you know, my, my actual purpose, right? So writing a book that's going to hopefully add a lot of value to people, uh, cause it's not only going to be my own stories, but even stuff that I've learned over the last yes. you know, decade of, uh, like through, you know, thought leaders as well as, uh, just like, like, like-minded individuals, mentors. Yeah. Um, and then like, like I've always wanted to kind of, uh, have a podcast. I, I love, I find people are just so interesting. So great. And so for me, it's relationships have always been a strength of mine as well as leadership. Um, so for me, it's like, I really want to keep building off of the relationships I already have as well as like the new ones that are going to come. Um, so that's important too, because I think we'll be able to kind of get my identity out there, you know, like what is my purpose? Who, who, who is like the leader I want to become? We were um, talking a lot about how like, oh, the more things we do, the more scatterbrained we seem to other people or even to ourselves. We're writing medium articles. We're doing photography. We're writing a book. People are like, what is this guy? What is this girl? What's she even doing? Like, yeah. what do you say to these people or what do you say to yourself to, to remind yourself that no matter what you're doing, you are focused as long as you keep your vision centered? Yeah. Um, so I'm so happy you brought that up because I think that's a big challenge that I've, I've had a lot is you don't usually get it from people telling you it directly, but you could yeah. see it just by like, you know, you publish this blog where you just put a lot of heart and love and content, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, you get like, two likes when you when you share with all your friends you know um but i think the biggest thing is um you can't get offended by that because really you're doing this to help serve people but you're also um doing this for you right like you're doing this for you because in the long run you want to have an impact yeah and so lots of times you know it can't happen that you know you see that but it's to not get affected about like or sorry to not feel bothered about like like the short term numbers, but looking more at again, like looking at your purpose, looking at your process 
and knowing that um, you are still developing, right? Um, but the thing is, is by you doing all these skills right now is huge. You are learning so much, but you are just uh, right now, you're learning all these great skills. Yeah. And the thing is, is the dots are not fully connected yet. But once all these skills come together, hindsight, you're going to be striving. You're going to be yeah. striving. You're going to be crushing it. So the biggest thing that I always say is, uh, I think I think a growth mindset is such a like empowering thing for anyone to be or or or, or concept to have it in your mind. And if you're always just doing one thing in your life, I think humans have the potential of of being more than an athlete, being more than. Uh, you know, like their main profession, whether that's, you know, being well, a teacher or, or a businessman. That's it. And when you put your entire identity in that one thing, like being an athlete, when that's over, you're, you fall into a depression, you get completely lost. We were talking that's about it. that, that that happened to you. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So like, um, uh, yeah, I was, I was very fortunate, but I guess my whole childhood, I was in a lot of, uh, sports and, uh, and so I thank my parents for that. And, and I also uh, performed very well. Like, it, and at one point I, I chose a sport. I ended up chose, choosing water polo and I got up to a high level, you know, club, uh, provincial, national, and, and it was great. And, and, and I loved it. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, at some point in my career, right, I, I got an injury and I kind of stopped and you kind of like, you put so much time, you put so much hours into that one thing. And, and you did really good. You, you, you did great. Um, and another example is even when I organized in, in 2016, this, this conference, it was a national conference for all the top students in phys ed and kin across, across country in Canada. And so, you know, it was for, you know, 35 universities and it was two and a half years of hard work and, you know, having a team that's going to coordinate this event and coming out with your brand and your vision and all these things. And, you put so much time and love and effort into that one thing. And then all of a sudden when it's done, you're like, now what? Yeah. Like, like I need a challenge, right? Like I, I wasn't just a student. I was a student, but then I also had these other things going on in my life. Yeah. And so I think what's really important is um, just like for people to kind of remind themselves that they're not just one thing. Um, not and their accomplishments either. That's yeah. huge. They're not what they accomplish. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes we can go through like dry spells where you don't do anything in one full year and you feel worthless. You're like, I used to have so much ambition, so much steam, so much drive. What happened to me? You're resting. You go through peaks and valleys. Like, yeah. And there's actually, um, I can't think of like the actual uh, concept. I think it's like the Olympic depression, but there's a good podcast by Tony Robbins where he interviews uh, Michael Phelps. Okay. And Michael Phelps talks about how here he was, right? Like crushing it every Olympic, but how um, when eventually that stops, like for, for, for like an Olympian, like whether, you know, you perform really well um, in that year or whether yeah. you perform really bad, like whatever. Yeah. There's so much emotions in that, like, you know, games that just happen, like the people you met, yeah. uh, the competitions, the energy of, wow, you've trained four years for this. And then all of a sudden, a week later, you know, it's like, oh, back to normal life. And a lot of Olympians get this Olympic depression. Yeah. So he, it's a really interesting podcast for, for anyone who's, who's, who's actually listening right now to check out, which I think for me, I was really able to connect and be like, oh my God, like, 
is real. That is so true. Like I, I felt that at times, whether it was event planning or whether it was as an athlete, you know? Yeah. And okay. So you identify as an entrepreneur, right? That means that your days are entirely up to you. How you plan um, them? Would you agree? No. Yeah. Well, I would say yes and no. I'm uh, like, cause I do have, you know, a primary, um, you know, a job, oh, job. Okay, yeah. which is take, you know, like I work for national organization and stuff. Um, but what's great about that, that, that national organization when I, that I'm with is it's a small team, you know, you don't just do one skill, you do many skills. Right. Okay. Um, and so I, I already feel like even all the tools I use that it's very kind of like entrepreneur kind of trans transferable or even yeah, like yeah. All, all the thought leadership that we have and stuff. It's, it's, it's great. Um, nine to five. Yeah. Well it is, but like we could kind of coordinate our, our own schedule. Like when I was uh, back in Ottawa before this pandemic happening, you know, I would go in seven to three. Right. So yeah. you, you are able to have that control or even, you know, uh, once a week, if you need, you know, you can work remotely from home and stuff. Um, but essentially, uh, yeah, that's like my main kind of source of income. But then I think like something that I would advise to anyone is you also want to have, you know, other, other areas of, of kind of income streams coming in. And so for me, like a uh, lots of times on my weekend, right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll have weekends where I have balance and, you know, I'll go for a weekend trip and stuff. But most of the time, like I'll, I'll be working hard, you know, I'll be writing or I'll be, you know, exercising or, or, or doing some photography or constantly working on myself. And it's not just on the weekends. It's, it's almost every day I'm showing up. So even if I'm putting two, three hours a day into my business, you know, after a long day at work, um, all that matters is that I'm being consistent and then I keep moving forward. And something that I do to help me that's really maximize my time is um, <laughs> a colleague of mine, I always joke around about it, but it's called you have to have MITs. Um, so every day I always have, you know, what are the three things? What's an MIT I, for people that don't know yet? Yeah, so MIT stands for most important tasks. Most important. So what are the three most important tasks that I need to do today, whether it's at work, you know, in my primary income job, or whether it's in my, in my, uh, in my entrepreneurship business that I'm starting right now? What are the three things that I need to do before I go to bed today that's going to make me feel great or know that I've moved forward rather than I've stayed still or that I've gone backwards? Mm -hmm. And so the more that you're doing that every day, as long as you're being consistent, you're putting, putting, putting like the reps in, right? Yeah. When those reps in, you're going to be improving. And just like people know, even if you look in, in like the fitness sector, right? If you're, if you're getting your reps in, um, you know, and, and you're going to the gym, you know, three to four times a week, you're going to see results. What right? about the days where you don't get your three MITs in? You don't get those tasks in. Does that make you feel like absolute hell? So you know what? It does. Cause sometimes like, sometimes I, I think when, um, when, when, when we don't really know what our MITs are, like I, I was guilty of that two days ago. I like, randomly was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta recreate my logo. And, but I hadn't written that down. Meanwhile, I already had like MIT. So I got completely distracted. And next thing you know, an hour goes by, two hours goes by, three hours goes by. Yeah. Uh, my logo, I wasn't fully kind of satisfied with because I was being too much of a professional and all that. And all of a sudden I went to bed, I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't feel like I got much done in my, like, you know, my personal business today. 
And I felt, uh, yeah, I felt a little bothered and all that. But you also got to remind yourself that just like an athlete, right, you're going to have your great practices where maybe you get your three MITs plus you get a bonus one in. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to have ones where maybe you get two done or maybe, you know, you, you weren't planned because you're human like anyone else. And, you know, you you were working earlier on, on like your primary income today. So it's just knowing you got to be real, like humans are humans and we are not perfect. And you got to know that it's, everything's a process. So even if, if you have an off day, that's okay. What's Uh, your goal at the end of this? Like what, what's your main goal? How long will you be an entrepreneur for and sustain like your nine to five job? Are you giving yourself like a timeline? I know that I just asked like three questions, but like yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, if this doesn't work in the next five years, then I completely give up and I'm giving up on my life and I'm just going to continue the nine to five. I give up. What's your outlook on that? So I think, uh, I think my outlook is simple. It's um, you got to embrace the process. Like I got to embrace right now. I actually really really love like my primary nine to five job right now and I really like even the steps I'm taking to build another kind of income to support me in my life as well as my future family mm-hmm. and so sometimes we get caught up in it's great to have goals um, but I believe that you have to set goals with intention and sometimes people think that means like okay it needs to be by this date you know you get that book out and all that stuff and I think it is important um, to have a mindset of kind of deadlines and stuff like that. But I think the biggest thing for me is um, I, I, I have ideas of, you know, when I hopefully want to be ready, but I think it's more um, not over-focusing on like the results because it's going to discourage you. It, this isn't easy. This is a process. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is telling yourself like, I will get there with time, with consistency, but but like the time when I know I'm going to be ready to eventually make that, that change in my life is when I've seen, okay, like the income I'm making from my entrepreneurship, you know, uh, you know, book, podcast, everything I'm doing there in terms of teaching people to, to, to live a greater life. Um, it's gotta be at least matching like my, my, my primary income. Right. So then that would be the time or, and I'm not saying that that would be the exact time when I would do it. And so that could take two years. That could take five years. That could take seven years. But it's learning to embrace right now. Like I'm getting so much growth right now exactly. with my national organization because the leadership or the team of people that I'm working are like-minded like myself where they're yep. working. They're really good at what they do. So I think sometimes um, well, a lot that's of- that, but- even in like your side business, like you're getting so much growth and that's a currency in itself. That's it. That's it. And I think the biggest thing is like what I'm happy about and both kind of opportunities that I'm in right now is they're both making me grow as a person or as, as even just someone that's, you know, focused on, you know, like I'm getting entrepreneurship skills as well from like the business that I'm uh, sorry with my primary income that I'm doing at physical health education Canada. So for me, it's more um, knowing that like some of the best, you know, authors or leaders that they can't just become that author right away. Yeah. Uh, They also have to have mentorship. So I'm getting social mentorship uh, from this national organization. I'm getting leadership. I'm building other skills that are supporting me. So like, it's just like, for example, like if you look at like, let's say a business like Shopify, right? You got Toby, who's like the leader, 
But if, if you find out, oh, this guy, and I'm just going to make up a random name, but this guy, Joe, just opened up this, I don't know, random business. But wow, Joe used to work for Shopify for six to seven years. Well, there you go. Joe had, had it. He was, he was with good like-minded individuals. Yeah. He learned a lot of things. And some of those skills that are transferable over to something else that you do in your life. Yeah. I guess you're lucky though that you that your nine to five you actually like. Yeah. It's very rare because a lot of people are working a nine to five and using their entrepreneurial side hustle as a way out. So they put so much value on that to work that if it doesn't, they're just overall depressed because they hate their life and they're using this as a way out. That's like a dangerous place to be, right? Like even if I think about actors, I work with a lot of actors and um the ones who don't take their job, unfortunately, the ones who don't take their jobs too seriously, they end up booking everything because mm -hmm. there's this energy they carry with them, this aura where they walk into an audition and they're like, hey, nonchalant. They read their lines because they're going back to a life that they actually like. So when you like live your life in abundance and not in scarcity where you're like, this audition, like everything is riding on this. If I don't get it, I have to go back to the life I hate. Like, that's why you're creating beautiful articles, beautiful work, because you're overall living a life of like, ah, excitement. Everything is wonderful. You yeah. So, so what would you say to the people who want to start something, but they, they're just in such a terrible place. They're like, oh, they don't even want to wake up. They don't see any point. They, they're like, so if I write an article, nobody's going to read it. So what? Like, where do you, what do you say for those people who see no way out? Yeah. Um, well, there's one thing I want to touch on that you kind of said being your question. And it's like, so like where I am today wasn't where I was maybe two years ago. Okay, um, right. Nice. And so I always had a passion, you know, this entrepreneurship passion, all that stuff, but you're, you're constantly every day or every year or every month, right. You're, you're kind of reanalyzing. Okay. Where am I? You know, who is like the leader I want to become? Who is like the man that I want to become in my my personal relationships? All these aspects of, of, of your it's life. That you're and so I think something that's important is you could get even like from a primary income. If you're someone that you have amazing people skills, you love you love uh, customer service. Yeah. You'd be doing a job like let's say a waiter or waitress as yeah. your primary income. Okay. Only if, only if those are strengths or values that are connected to you. And on the side, when you don't have your shifts, whether you, know, you do night shifts and you, you have free time in, in your daytime, let's say you have a side passion of photography. You can be shooting every day. You have that time to maximize. Yeah. So something that I always like to do is it's really important for people to assess, all right, if this nine to five that I'm doing right now, I don't fully enjoy or this primary income, whether it's, you know, being a waiter where it's not nine to five, but different hours, you got to reassess what, what's going to make you, what's going to provide you income, but also what's going to make you happy, you know, give yeah. you quality of life. And so that's something that I think it could change on a yearly basis, but hopefully you do want to stay, stay, stay a little bit committed so you can learn. On the way up. So you're growing, even if it's that's a little it. bit. That's it. And you could always learn, you could always learn something. Like I have this actually as one of the points I want to bring up today. You could learn anything from anyone. You know, it's and true. you could learn bad things that oh, that yeah. you don't want to grab and put into your you know your toolkit, yeah. and you can learn great things. And so, give me an example of a bad thing. That's a really great point 
People think like, oh, this person just wasted my time. Or like, oh, this person just manipulated me into doing this. Oh my God. But like, rather than like either playing the victim or blaming them, you learn, you use that as a way to be like, thank you for teaching me this, that, that either people operate like this and you don't want that. Like, give me an example of a time where that's happened to you, where you're like, I don't want this, but thank you for teaching me. Yeah. Um, I guess an example would be, I saw at one point in my life, this was when I was, you know, a student and getting super involved in like kind of leadership opportunities. And I saw like the leaders that were in it, in it because they just want to like give back kind of like, oh, my first year, my second year, you know, like, yeah, like uh, I had these people that did such a great job. And so for me, that's why I was in it. You know, I wanted to, I wasn't in it for the title. I wasn't in it for the fame or anything like that. I just wanted to authentically um, just, just help create like, you know, the best events and, and all that stuff. Um, and so like I was able to see luckily like within my first couple years uh, before I got chosen to organize this national event, I was able to see different leadership styles mm. and I was able to see like, okay, this leader that I had, he did a really good job. He was so authentic. He was transparent. Yeah. He, he, he was adaptable. He, he actually valued everyone's opinion. Um, but then he also knew, right? Like he also was decisive. And then I saw other leaders that were kind of, you know, unorganized or kind of, right? So I kind of was able to already learn in those two years, okay, when I'm leading a team like this, like, I want to make sure, you know, that we have a staff retreat and, 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 we, and we learn to connect and, and all that stuff. But I also want to make sure that, like, people understand, like, their roles and their responsibilities. And so I was able to learn from, I guess, great leaders or or good or okay leaders, um, I was able to learn the goods and the bads of what they were doing and to be like, okay, hey, I want to put that in my toolkit. I want to put that in my toolkit. That, ooh, I got to remember that when I'm in the role. That I yeah. don't want to see, right? Well, that's an incredible point. Um, so we are, we have been recording for a little while. I guess we're going to bring it to an end, but I do have a couple more questions for you. Sure. Um, you know, this podcast is all about like, getting out of depression, getting out of anxiety to chase your dreams and live your best life and, and thrive. So what would you say to the person who is, who wants to chase their dreams, but is experiencing a bunch of roadblocks? Um, what would you tell them to keep going? Uh, I think the first thing I would tell them is like, love yourself. You're, you're great. You're beautiful. You're incredible. Um, and just to remind yourself, like, I know that's super cheesy right there, but it's, it's true. Um, and like I was saying earlier on, humans have so much potential and sometimes it just takes like that one step forward of doing that one thing that week and seeing like, Oh my God, like that one action I took has made me feel better or it has made me realize like I can do it. And so like, I always, I always tell people like, it's, it's kind of like if someone's for the first time, you know, trying to work out, you know, or they're trying to get a workout routine. Yeah. That's huge for them that, you know, they haven't worked out in 10 years. Yeah. If you could build small steps that are going to make you happy um, and that are going to make you feel and I'll underline that feel better. Yeah. Then you're more likely 
to keep moving forward. So it's really important. Find something that you love that's going to make you feel good. Yeah. And start off small, right? Don't start off big. Start off small, whether it's once a week and then, okay, I think I'm ready to go twice a week now. And there's a really, really good book um, I've read this past year. It's called um, Feel Like It. So it's, it's actually a fitness-specific book. Okay. But it's all the exercise uh, psychology of, of, of why people, people either feel like it or feel not like it. Mm. And most people that are active for life, they choose, it's not always one thing, but they choose things that they feel like doing. Mm. So working out, for example, doesn't need to always be like, ah, like no pain to gain or like all those, all those quotes that we've always heard our whole life. Yeah. doesn't always have to be hard. It could also be super fun. Right. So, so whether that's, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're super outdoorsy, right you know, going for a hike or going for a run or, or, or whether you're not an outdoorsy person, right? So finding out what are things like write out a list of like eight things that you like and just start small by picking one thing to start that you like. And then, okay, you're getting bored of that. Okay. What's a backup thing. So if you're not yeah. feeling it that day, what's something that you do feel like? It? Yeah. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that by saying, um, You know, we spoke a lot about like mixing passions and everything, but if there is one calling that you know you're on this earth to do, whether it be like singing, whether it be like being an author or something, don't use those other passions as a way to avoid your calling because you're scared of your greatness, because you don't want to develop it for some reason, if you know you're here to sing, and I'm, I'm really just talking to myself because I do this often. <laughs> like, I know I'm here to be a singer. I know I'm here to write and have my mind go on melodies and stuff. But I often choose to do other things as a way of distracting myself from developing that main skill. So for those dreamers in that sense, like, don't forget about your calling because... Um, everything else is great and everything else will help you on the road to developing that one skill. You know, if you, if you know your calling, cause some people are tasting everything and they haven't found their calling yet. Keep tasting everything. Um, but if you know your calling, stop getting distracted. I'm talking to myself here. Stop getting distracted. <laughs> no, I love it. I think that was great. Um, so, so yeah, all that to say. Um, next question. So we have two more questions. Let's go. Bring it on. (laughs) If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Ooh, it's a good question. Um, (laughs) I guess, um, Ooh, I'm really thinking right now. (laughs) I would love, okay. I'm going to go with humor here, but I would love just to be able to, you know, disappear and then show up somewhere else. Um, like uh, teleportation? Yeah, teleport. Yeah, help, yeah. Thanks, thanks for helping there. Um, just because I think everyone, right? Everyone, like especially our society, like we want things instantly. Like we want to just get there now. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love to do that. And I would love that to be a superpower. But at the same time, like I was saying earlier on, like we have to enjoy the process. process. Yeah. Um, and so um, – I think I think the actual superpower that I would really be loyal to or that would define me is 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 like a rock, you know, you gotta stay strong. Um or like like sorry, being strong enough to lift anything, whether it's a rock or building or anything, is just no matter what gets 
you know, shot your way, any adversity that you are so resilient to always overcome, right? So mm. anything, anything, like you throw an airplane at me, like I got it. You throw a little rock at me, I got it. Whether it's little or big, uh, having like the strength, strength to, to overcome anything. And I think that we as humans, we can build that strength. We can build that superpower to overcome anything. Mm -hmm. Like, unfortunately, on the road towards greatness, in my opinion, it's the road, the least traveled, the one, the rockiest road, the one that like, it shows you hell and, and it forces you to suffer, to grow, to then be able to lead others through this terrible way. But you don't get strong with an easy Saskatchewan flat place, you know, you don't get. You don't get, you don't build if you're not climbing the mountain. No, so, it, it, can't, it, can't, it can't be a direct linear graph. It, you've always got to have a little, you know, step stone, step stone. Oh, maybe you fall a little bit, then you come back. Um, that's just part of life, right? That's, life's going to throw you curveballs and you got to be ready to just keep adapting and yeah. again, keep, keep knowing your what, your how, and your why and just, just keep, keep moving forward, keep striving. Yeah. And, okay, so last question. I'm going to hit you with the big, the big guns. Um, okay. What is what is the meaning of life? Ooh, meaning of life. This is big. Yeah. This is a big one. Um, pretty deep. I'm yeah. trying to think. Um, I think the meaning of life is, like for me at least, is not only living like the life that you want to live, but knowing um, what legacy that you want to leave. Like kind of like, like, for example, let's say, let's say if I disappear tomorrow, right, I would want to make sure that um, not just for my sake, but even for others, that I was able to have impact, whether it was, you know, that one minute discussion that I had with someone on a bus or whether it was, yeah, through, through like my, you know, like through every daily action, knowing that you did your best um, and that you strived, I guess, your best towards creating the most meaningful um, empowering purposeful life. Um, but I think life, like there's going to be challenges, but how could you strive for to be your best every day to kind of leave a legacy that's, that's positive, you know, and, and there's people in the world, no matter what, what that is in their life, right. Um, that have found ways to kind of leave legacies, right. Like, like someone like, uh, you know, Tony Robbins, right? He's so motivating. This guy's such a great life coach. Yeah. Um, Robin Sharma, you know, another one that like, if anything ever happened to these guys, like they've, they've impacted so many people and, and they've left a powerful legacy, you know, or even someone like, like Thomas Edison, right? Like he, he was a creator of like the light bulb and, and he's left like a legacy there, right? Yeah, and so true. for me, it's very like, important that I want to live a life that you're not always like mistakes happen, but you're not always dwelling back on. You're always like, wow, like I'm so happy with, with the decisions that I made in my life, you know, like, like yeah. leaving that legacy mark. No, that's incredible. And it makes me think of something that I heard, which is a really interesting perspective. <laughs> it's like, um, what would you do if you died and were reborn into the world as the person who was unaccepted in the world that you live in now, or what would you do if you were reborn as the person you hated the most? So let's say like someone is extremely racist, let's just say, 
And then they're born as the person that they were racist against. They're reborn as the person that they hated. Or, or like, let's say you're, you're extremely against, you know, anyone. It could be like anything. And then you're reborn as the thing that you hated. Well, what would you do? You try to build a world where everyone is accepted so that we can just, I don't know if we can create a sort of heaven on earth, but I think that's the goal. <laughs> I think that's what we're trying to do here is create a world where everyone is accepted and yeah, we just keep leaving our legacies. I love that. Yeah. Cool. So do you have anything else to leave the, the viewers with like any lasting thought, any last thought? Yeah, I actually have uh, eight, eight kind of reminders to live by that I'm actually going to read off here. I, um, I found it actually a week ago. I follow uh, Lewis House. He, he's yeah. actually the person that started like the School of Greatness podcast. Great podcast for people to listen to. Um, and he had eight reminders to live by. So I might look a little funny here kind of reading off. But one of them was adversity is your greatest teacher. Um, so we, we touch upon it quickly there. Um, you are stronger than you think. The right? rock. So be that rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Make your health a full-time commitment, right? So, Mind, not, body, spirit. That's it. Lead with love. You have a powerful heart. Yes. Right? So kind of like I said there before, you know, like like love yourself. Like yeah. you got this and, and love others. Love others. Love, love life. Love nature. Love. Love fixes everything. That's it. Yeah. And then number five, understand your money and master it because, you know, at the end of the day, money is a tool, right? Money rules um, the world. Yeah, but at the same time, money isn't everything, right? So, yeah. but it is important to understand how it works to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Uh, live with gratitude and perspective. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, choose your relationships wisely. Um, I always joke around with my friends, but I always say like, you are the average of like the top five people that you spend with, right? So really know that that's going to be an impact on you. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one is learn from your mistakes. Um, so those are just kind of eight things that stood out for me, you know, about a week ago when I read them. And I've been reading a lot to myself again and again. And that's something that I want to share with, with all your viewers out there. Yay. Thank you so much, Ben. No problem. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Where can people follow you or get your information? Yeah, so for now, like, uh, people can see more, like, my photography page for now. Like, it's, it's Lens by Benz. Um, so you can always just, like, leave it, drop it somewhere. Do you want to spell um, that just so if there's listeners? Yeah, so it's Lens, so L-E-N-S, and then by, uh, so B-Y, and then uh, Ben, so B-E-N-Z. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on there. Um, and then, uh, I, I guess I'm comfortable that to kind of drop this, but, um, another account that you'll be able to find me on is I haven't posted anything yet because I'm now developing, like I said, soon to be launching podcasts, but, uh, on Instagram, you can also find me on living your greatness. Um, so it's, it's in the works right now. And, and, uh, and I think the biggest thing is for now to follow me on my photography page, cause I'm going to be shifting soon where that's my photography kind of you know hobby slash passion but uh the business is going to go separate it's going to go to another page so 
Okay, and you're, you can, we can also check out your articles on Medium? Yeah, on Medium too. You can find me on there as well. Um, and what's your name on there? Um, I actually have two accounts by mistake, um, oh. but you could find me as, right now I'm, uh, I'm Ben Grant on there. Ben Grant, okay. Um, so if you type that up, you should be able to find me. Yeah. Okay, sick. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the Humble Line podcast. No problem, it was a pleasure. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Peace. Peace.